This program has been rated R. It will be presented in its entirety without deletions or commercial interruptions. Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. How are you? We're now available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much all podcast outlets, apart from iTunes, but that's coming very, very soon. If you go onto themudcollective.com, it's got links for all different podcast outlets, RSS feed, it's got all of our social media links, and you can contact us through that as well. We've got 30 minutes of madness coming up, but first, a word from the big guy in the sky. We just open our Bibles to the 14th chapter of John's Gospel. Here Jesus is speaking. And he says, Because you act like a bunch of naive chumps. This whole thing's going to come down on us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Dear one, the world is waiting for the sunrise. Every love is covered with dew. And why the world you just heard, there were no keyboard performances, just the occasional pressing of buttons, the turning of switches, known in engineering circles as a coded performance, a prepared performance where things are set up and... You just press a button and things happen. People talk about the difference between the rich and poor in society at the moment, the effect it's having on us as a whole. Uh, what on the outside first seemed like merely material, whether someone's got a nice car or not, is now having an effect on uh, mental health, standard of life, and even the length of life. And although we obviously want this addressed, it's important to state that the rich and poor shouldn't be enemies. Uh, they're working towards the same goal, with the same needs, just with different means. So I've thought we should try and tackle this right now. 
Let's show we're all the same. Now, I come from a poor to working class background, so I thought I'd reach out on air and talk to someone upper class just to show how much we do, in fact, have in common. So, you there, mate? Uh, yes, mate, I'm here, but uh, I'm not upper class. I just I just run the corner shop. Mate. Kev, you came in this morning for your magazine. Shush, shush, shush. Look, you own a shop. Yeah, a corner shop. I live in a flat above it. Well, yeah, you've got a shop in your house. No, I live where I work. Okay, well, how much food's in your building? What, my flat? Your building. Well, the building, there's a lot, because there's a shop. Look, you're upper class, you've got loads of food, and even a shop in your house. I'm not upper class. Right, let's start again. Okay. It's not going very well. Look, we're meant to be friendly, we're meant to be showing how well the rich, you and the poor... Get on. I'm not rich, Kev. How many cars have you got? One. Be honest. One. Well, there's two outside your shop right now. All right. One's my wife's. Uh, well, okay, so how many cars are you named on the insurance of? That's not nothing to do with you. How many? No. How many? Okay, three. There but you that's go. just. Cheers. So there you have it. A poor guy like me can be friends with a rich guy. I'm not rich. Fuck off. <laughs> So if you look to your left, uh, you'll see a lovely thatched cottage. Uh, that's where I grew up. It's a lovely little house. I remember sitting out the front there watching people thatching the roof when I was younger. Great, great fun. Uh, and at the back, hills as far as the eyes could see. Very, very privileged upbringing. And as we continue down the road, this is my old post office. Morning, Margaret. Everyone in there knows your name and uh, your business. Typical British village fair. And uh, my old school. It was a delightful little place as well. And then as we move forward here is the centre of all villages, the village pub. Fantastic, fantastic. Get a load of this. Uh, It's called the Dog and Gun. But... uh, this sign here, look, it's straight on the door. It says no dogs. <laughs> but they didn't say anything about guns. That was a clip from last night's show, Ross Kemp's Country File. Next week, Ross will be learning how to kill a badger with just a penknife and a flat cap. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had? You'll you you can you'll do you it you want you you could do so you you'll do you could you you want you want so much you could do anything. Smart. share this if you like it guys and click follow or subscribe on whatever app you're using to listen to us firstly we had les paul and mary ford with the world is waiting for the sunrise and this is now pepsi by the mohawks were led by Alan Hawkshaw who went on to create loads of TV theme tunes like Grange Hill, Ironside and Countdown and he also went on to play keys for the Eagles and Bowie so uh, pretty busy guy 
releasing these once a week, 30 minutes worth. If you want to get in touch, email me at themudcollective.com or go to themudcollective.com for all our social media and all of that. Something we're hoping to evolve over the next few months. Um, thanks for being with us from the start. And like I said, share it with your mates. It saves me a fortune in flyers and all that. food as usual isn't it yeah it's great mate yeah yeah now i know we said no politics at dinner table oh, God, <sighs> i just wanted to say like i saw i saw what billy put up earlier did you see that madness please Crazy. kev no don't look only be a second mate it's never a second though is it mate look all i'm saying is i'm just going to say one word you know saw what he posted all I've got to say is Russia. That's it, just one word, Russia. Okay, good, good. One word, that's fine. Um, how's everyone's day been? Russia, Russia, Russia. <gasps> Slinging it with Putin, he just can't help himself. It's the whole thing. It's all about control, 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 control. That's the thing about China as well, isn't it? It's all about control. Trying to run the world like that program, Pinky in the Brain. Remember them two mice in the 90s, the little cartoon guys? He was like, tonight, Pinky, we're going to run over, like, take over the world whatever it was, you know. And there's so many of them as well, like, uh, not mice, I mean, like, Chinese people. And not in a bad way, just in terms of, like, controlling the world, you know. It's dangerous having all that all, all in bureaucracy, yeah. Now, I know I was smiling, yeah, but that's because I'm happy, because I enjoy those little passport uh, photo booth things. It makes me feel like I'm in a little spaceship, 
but Jojo wants a normal photograph, literally the fun police, you know, unbelievable, even down to the food on our plate. Look, look at your plate, mate, look, look, beef. I mean, cows wouldn't even exist without us. I don't mean in some like conceptual, if a cow lives on a planet, but no one's there to see it, did it really move? I mean, we invented cows. Some guy literally invented cows. He woke up one morning and went, I've got an idea, a cow, you know, well, at least two cows. He had a Rottweiler called Jesus, so I wouldn't trust him anyway. I didn't trust him. Yeah, cheers for that cow for you. How are the kids? Well, wait, let, let me just interrupt just for one, no, 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 just for one last second. Yeah. And that's why I said, like, it's fine, isn't it? You know, they make money from it all. But that 5G, you know, do we really need it? It's making money for the people at the top. That's all it's really doing. I mean, do we even really need phones, you know? But, you know, I think 5G is safe anyway. I mean, I heard a guy put a baby in a microwave and the baby was fine. You know, I don't think you turn the microwave on, you know, but even microwaves when they're turned off, they've got to be like half a phone like 2G or something, you know? And that didn't even cook a baby. So it's hard to know who to believe. my teleporting noise. Ohio Bell. Complete communications. Complete communications for home, business, Community. No, no, no. Imagine a world where every word ever written 
every picture ever painted and every film ever shot could be viewed instantly in your home via an information superhighway, a high-capacity digital communications network. What that would mean is you could transform your home into a mammoth interactive entertainment centre with the odd stock exchange and shopping centre thrown in. superhighway built with high-capacity fiber optic cables you're not limited to shifting around text and the odd picture you can send high-quality sound and video as well but it all comes down to computers communicating and in fact that's already happening on something called the internet that anyone in the world with a computer and a modem to connect it to a telephone line can subscribe to there are over 20 million people connected up and one person in particular I know is connected is the American president and I know that because I used this computer to write to him today and I've already got a reply from the White House no God please no 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 now the virus that we're talking about having to do. You know, a lot of people think that goes away in April with the heat, as the heat comes in. Uh, typically, that will go away in April. The risk to the American people remains very low. We're totally prepared. We have the best people in the world, very well under control, totally prepared. The U.S. is now reporting more COVID-19 deaths than anywhere else in the world. Nobody knew there'd be a pandemic or an epidemic of this proportion. Nobody knew there'd be a pandemic. 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 Barack Obama. There may and likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease that is deadly. And in order for us to deal with that effectively, we have to put in place an infrastructure globally that allows us to see it quickly, isolate it quickly, respond to it quickly. So that if and when a new strain of flu crops up five years from now or a decade from now, we've made the investment. Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute by injection. They say, I have the most loyal people. Did you ever see that? Where I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? My people are so smart. Mount.
messages. It's time for the letters. You lot have sent me some letters. Uh, if you have anything you want to ask me, get in touch uh, through info at themudcollective.com or facebook.com slash mud or go to themudcollective.com. There's all the ways of contacting us on there and a little form as well. Um, so you don't have to open your email up. Make it well easy. Uh, dear Kev, I've been a regular listener of your show since 1953 and although I enjoy your blend of whatever it is you do, I thought it was high time you smartened up a bit. First off, I think you need to cut out the dancing, you look ridiculous, and secondly, those high-waisted trousers. Now, I don't mean to be rude, but you and I both know you're no Des O'Connor. Oh, and your gran says she's lost her teeth again, and a little bird tells me you keep nicking them to scrape out your avocados. Come home, Kevin, the shed's not the same without you. Lots of love, Grandad. Well, sorry, Grandad. As well you know, I hate avocados, but I do have Nana's teeth. I'm quite lonely at the moment, and it gives me the impression of having someone to talk to, like a mirror with a budgie, that sort of thing. Also, high-waisted or not, I don't wear trousers or anything below the waist. I don't like how clammy it all gets. You know that, it runs in the family. This one. Dear Kev, my flatmate calls me a disgusting pig for buttering both sides of my toast, which I think is a bit rich considering she still breastfeeds her Alsatian. I mean, it's not like I butter one side and put it back in the toaster. What do you think, Kev? Love Sally from Blackpool. Well, Sally... If you butter both sides of your toast, which part's the bread now? Because surely the bread's the filling, with the butter being the bread on the outside. I don't... And also, the dog shouldn't be suckling on your friend's titty. Dogs need dog milk, and I've got no idea where to get any of that, but I reckon it's probably from dog cows. Over to the answer machine, where you leave me some voice messages. Oh, hello. Uh, I'm just wondering... Why does Batman sound like a dick? No, I don't want these sort of calls. We're meant to be being nice. Stop picking on people because of the way they look, dress or sound. It's really not on. Hey, Kev. Batman here. Why do people take the mickey out of my voice? Well, because you sound like a dick, you latex-clad kung fu tosser. Hello. My penis smells of almonds. And I don't know whether it's some sort of disease or something to do with my marzipan fetish. How would I know what the problem is? Oh, another marzipan fetish. Simple, really. Switch marzipan for icing, and if it still smells, you've got a rotten cock. It's times like these that life teaches us lessons. Lessons we'll take on for the rest of our lives. We need to remember how we acted. Remember we worked together while we were working apart. Remember we worked on our each other when we were working alone. Remember we were kept connected in a disconnected world. Remember what you did. Remember how you helped. But if there's one thing we need to remember, more than anything, it's buy this. Buy it from us. We've just made an emotional connection. Buy this thing. Buy our product, you shit. You want money, you fucking idiots? Here, take the money. Here, go ahead. Here, go ahead. Take the fucking money. You fucking idiots. Take it. Take it. Take the fucking money. Here, take it. Is that what you want? Take the fucking money. Come here, you fucking cocksucker. Bubbling over with... Hello? It's me, Richard. It's one fucking thirty in the morning. 
What are you doing calling me? Sorry to do it to you, but we have a mother of a virus ripping through a major company file. Okay, throw me some numbers. Okay, give me your password. Is My Little Pony a satanic cartoon? Yeah, that fits. So we've had the head coats with I'm Hurting, one of Billy Childish's many bands recorded back in 1996. by Evenings with Donald Trump talking over it sorry Evenings Connie Francis with her 1960 hit Everybody's Somebody's Fool and now we've got Big Chief by Professor Longhair remember to share this with a friend if you think they'll like it and visit themudcollective.com to get in touch with us and follow us on social media
and everything else belongs to mud. Now look what they've gone and done.